Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Greg Nix, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for September 4th. The White Sox somehow managed to turn a day in which Rick Hahn confirmed we won't see Aloy Jimenez this year into a feel-good affair yesterday. A 4-2 walk-off win against the Tigers moved them into sole possession of third place in the AL Central, which may be damning them with faint praise, but faint praise is better than what we've had to go on the last few years. The Sox entered the ninth inning in a 1-1 tie after Nicky Delmonico led off the bottom of the first with a solo homer, and Nico Goodrum evened the score with a homer of his own in the seventh. But after Ian Hamilton easily retired four straight batters in relief of an excellent Ronaldo Lopez, Chase Fry came on with one out in the ninth and promptly allowed another solo shot to Victor Martinez, who will probably continue crushing the Sox even after he retires. However, Fry set down the next two hitters, and the Sox went into the bottom of the inning at a 2-1 deficit. Daniel Polka led off the Sox side of the ninth against Tigers closer Shane Green, and shortly after Steve Stone explained how Green's save percentage meant more than his inflated ERA, this happened. Two and two. That, of course, was Jason Benetti with the call for NBC Sports Chicago. The opposite field shot was Polka's sixth ninth inning home run of the season and 21st overall, which tied the game at two. Wellington Castillo, making his first appearance since returning from an 80-game steroid suspension, followed Polka with a single through the right side and was replaced by pinch runner Ryan Cordell, making his Major League debut. However, Cordell didn't have to do anything but a light jog thanks to Matt Davidson. Here's Benetti again. That ball. 
Left field side, Davidson wins it for the Sox. Apart from Davidson and Polka, Lopez was the hero of the game. He kept the Tigers off balance all afternoon, earning 12 swinging strikes to finish with a final line of one run on four hits against six strikeouts and no walks in seven innings. Lucas Giolito takes the mound at 7-10 Chicago time tonight, facing off against old friend Francisco Liriano. Giolito is doing his damnedest to turn the season around, with a 2.84 ERA and a 27-6 K-to-walk ratio in his last four starts. Let's hope I didn't just jinx him. He's faced Detroit four times this season, going 2-1 with a 5.25 ERA, but a healthy 23 strikeouts to 7 walks in 24 innings. Liriano enters with a 4.96 ERA in 107 innings this year, which is about what teams should expect from him at this point in his career, considering his 5.03 ERA over the last three years. Despite making 21 starts for Detroit, he's faced the White Sox just once this season, allowing five runs in five innings on May 26th. My pick to click is Tim Anderson, who hit two home runs in that game and has a 9.08 OPS over his last 18 games. As I mentioned up top, prior to yesterday's game, Rick Hahn confirmed that the White Sox will not be calling up Aloy Jimenez this season, telling reporters that Jimenez needs to become a better defender and that, quote, we're not looking to develop a 21-year-old DH. Uh, right. Just don't be shocked if you hear that Jimenez's defense has dramatically improved on or around April 15th next season. In more positive minor league news, Hahn also told reporters that Dane Dunning has begun a throwing program and will likely see innings in fall instructs or possibly the Arizona Fall League. The Sox also promoted reliever Jose Ruiz, who spent most of the year with Birmingham. Ruiz was claimed from the Padres last offseason and would have needed to be protected from the Rule 5 draft this winter, so the Sox brass will get an extra look at him much as they did with Jace Fry last year. In terms of actual minor league games, yesterday marked the final day of regular season action for most teams, and it was a happy one in Winston-Salem and Kannapolis. Winston-Salem won the second-half division title to pair with their first-half championship behind a huge day from Nick Madrigal. He went 4-for-4 with a double and two stolen bases. After starting rather slow at high A, Madrigal finishes the regular season 14 for his last 35. Blake Rutherford went two for four, and Gavin Sheets added his sixth home run of the year for the dash. Kannapolis, meanwhile, took a spot in the Sally League playoffs, despite not winning their division in either half, but because they have the second-best combined record in the league thanks to a 9-4 win over Hagerstown. Luis Curbelo and Carlos Perez homered to lead the Intimidators. Great Falls also made the playoffs, despite losing to Billings 7-3 to finish with a 12-21 record in the second half. They won the first half championship. Connor Pilkington threw two scoreless innings, Gunnar Troutwine homered, and Lennon Sosa doubled for the Voyagers. Of the non-playoff teams, Charlotte won 6-1, but their season finishes with a whimper, not a bang, as Jimenez didn't even play on Monday. That left Jordan Stevens as the game star, and he delivered six one-run innings. Birmingham also won to close out their season. Cody Medeiros couldn't find the same form as his last couple times out, but Alex Call and Zach Collins doubled in support of the Barons. Winston-Salem, Kannapolis, and Great Falls will start playoff action on Wednesday. 
Around the league, playoff races got tighter as we enter the final four weeks of the season. In the NL, Christian Yelich hit a walk-off single to lead the Brewers over the Cubs, and St. Louis fell to Washington in 10 innings. The Brewers moved a game and a half ahead of the Cardinals, but the Cubs still hold a four-game lead in the Central. Elsewhere, Atlanta lost to Boston, the Phillies lost to Miami, Colorado beat San Francisco, and the D-backs lost to the Padres. And Jacob deGrom threw his major league record 25th straight start, allowing three runs or fewer to beat the Dodgers. That all leaves Atlanta, Chicago, and Colorado in first place in their respective divisions. Milwaukee and St. Louis currently hold the wildcard slots, with the Dodgers a game out and Arizona a game behind them. In the less hotly contested AL, the A's beat the Yankees 6-3. Oakland is three and a half games behind New York for the first wildcard slot, but just two and a half behind Houston in the AL West. That'll do it for today's White Sox wake-up call. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Sox Machine for the latest and greatest regarding the Chicago White Sox. You can also follow me on Twitter at Greg Human. Subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and the Google Play music stores, and help support the show by signing up to be a friend of the podcast at patreon.com slash Machine. Thanks for listening to White Sox Wake Up Call. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Greg Nix. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X-Fi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.